The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, the other day we broke the news that Fingal County Council had uh, decided that uh, the planning given to the new runway on DAA was uh, being breached, that therefore no planning uh, existed for the kind of flying they were doing overnight, and so gave them six weeks uh, to reduce the number of flights overnight. Uh, to the dismay of many people, including those who operate airlines, I'm joined on the line by Michael O'Leary, CEO of the Ryanair Group. Michael, good morning. Morning, Pat. How are you? I'm very well. I am dismayed by this too because I can't understand. They build a new runway with a particular idea in mind to increase the number of flights at Dublin Airport and it turns out something's gone wrong. Well, nothing has gone wrong, Pat. What's happened here is uh, Fingal County Council introduced this kind of uh, restriction on flight movement seven years ago when they approved the second runway. It was a stop to the local residents. Now, it should have been dealt with long before now. But what it means is we now have a run an airport with two runways. But if, these, if this uh, notice is acted on, it will have less flights at Dublin Airport than when it had only one runway. We will have doubled the runway capacity, but reduced the number of flights that can operate off those runways. And there is a simple solution. Uh, instead of having a nighttime ban between 11 p.m. to 7 a.m., move it to 12 midnight to 6 a.m., and then largely the problem is solved. We would also make the point that when this restriction was introduced seven or this uh, planning condition was introduced seven years ago, uh, we were flying noisier aircraft. Uh, Ryanair and Aer Lingus have invested very heavily in new aircraft, new engine technology that reduced noise by 50% per flight. And Dublin Airport is the beneficiary of most of that investment. So we have much quieter flights. Uh, at most of the European airports, they monitor noise on an annual basis, not on a number of flights per day, which is the, not the, the appropriate way to do it. And if you are, and we aren't monitoring noise at Dublin Airport, noise at Dublin Airport is being reduced. We are a much better neighbour for the residents at Fingal. Um, but we, this restriction, if it's acted upon, would devastate or the first wave of flights of Aer Lingus and Ryanair, which generally take off between 6am and 7am in the morning. Now, and I've often taken a Ryanair flight uh, to Dublin, which has landed uh, after 11pm. Uh, so those two uh, are counted up in the number of overnight flight movements that are permitted. Um, th- there is something that people um, on listening to this programme will know, that there are many uh, people in North uh, County Dublin who feel that they were misled. They were told that the aircraft would not be passing over their houses. That's what the flight plans looked like. Uh, But in the event, they are passing over their houses. Do you know what's happening there? Did someone get the design wrong or uh, are pilots not doing what they're told? No, I think actually, well, firstly, I don't think there's many people. It's a very small number of people in North County Dublin, but that's not to in any way undermine the concerns that they have. The real issue here is the way the North Runway is being operated. The North Runway is closed between the hours of 11 a.m. or 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Only the South Runway is operational. So all of the flights are still taking off on the one runway uh, between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. and arriving between 11 p.m. and 12 and, and, and 12 midnight. If you just open the North Runway during those hours or those two hours, you would actually reduce the number of flights taking off over St. Margaret's and those residents by 50% straight away. Never mind the fact that the flights are being operated on aircraft that are 50% quieter than they were 10 years ago anyway. So use the runway that's there. Our passengers that are paying for this runway, our charges have gone up to pay for Dublin Airport 300 million that they spent on the second runway. 
But it really is not acceptable that Ireland, which is an island on the periphery of Europe, has its aviation policy and its connectivity determined by a small number of residents in St. Margaret's and by a couple of county councillors in Fingal. Mm. Eamon Ryan is our transport minister. Now, he disappears whenever there's any issue to do with uh, transport. He'll send out a junior minister, but this is an issue for him. Uh, There is a simple solution to this, which I think will satisfy the residents of St. Margaret's, and that is move that nighttime envelope by one hour to midnight, from midnight to 6 a.m., And if you really want to ban flights between the the hours of 12 and 6 a.m., ban the cargo flights. Move them to Shannon. It's cargo. You know, or they can Mm. move on the second runway. We have much more capacity on the two runways to go during the day. So there are solutions here. But but it needs a transport minister to get up off his backside and intervene here so that you don't have a couple of residents or a a county council setting our national aviation or connectivity policy. Now, if it were as simple as this, um, your former colleague at Ryanair, Kenny Jacobs, who's now the CEO of the DA, surely he would have implemented those uh, solutions in terms of spreading the load more evenly over the two runways, even within the restriction of uh, 11 to 7. Well, I think the DA deserves some criticism. They've been sitting on this thing for the last year since they opened the North Runway. Uh, they seem to have taken no action. Uh, and I've, I have some sympathy with Fingal County Council if they're issuing a, uh, an enforcement notice are clearly uh, not satisfied with the way the DA are handling the issue. I mean, I think if the DA spent less time trying to waste 200 million on a tunnel under a taxiway or less time trying to buy Ulick McAvady's car parking and more time on running the airport, maybe Fingal County Council wouldn't be quite as upset as they are with them. Um, the, the move, therefore, next move is to the minister, but the minister can't be, you know, crawling all over Fingal's planning decisions because that would be seen as unwarranted interference. Well, I mean, I think the minister does have a national role here. We can't have a local county council determining how many flights take or when flights leave, take on or leave this island or return to this island. He is. We have a national transport minister. And I think the point we would make is, look, uh, there is a, a reasonably acceptable mod- uh, a compromise available here. It just needs someone to action it. Uh, Fingal County Council are required to monitor noise at Dublin Airport. The noise of flights at Dublin Airport has materially reduced over the last seven years thanks to the new aircraft and engine technology, um, and that should be taken mm. into account. So, but what uh, what we're more concerned about is, you know, Fingal have issued a, a, this notice in six weeks' time. We have to start cancelling flights in four weeks' time because we have to give passengers two weeks' notice of flight cancellations. And the real challenge here is that first wave of departures in the morning, between mm-hmm. six, generally between 6.30 and 7 a.m., operated by Aer Lingus and Ryanair and some others, we will have to have mass cancellations of a lot of those flights because they can't move. They uh, can't move in the... Pe- people uh, who maybe cold. don't uh, study aviation will say, well, why not just simply shift them by half an hour? Now, what does that do to your destination airports? Well, firstly, they can't shift by half an hour, Pat, because the hour between 7 and 8 a.m., both runways are full. The okay. hour between 9 and 10 a.m., both runways are full. So you have all the arrivals and, and departures. So the runways are full between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. and between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. So they can't move. Also, as you rightly say, on the other side, we have an arrival slot that, and it can't move. Like our flights are bedeviled by ATC delays and slot delays, and that is huge congestion across Europe. So these flights must operate between essentially 6, uh, 6.30 and 7 a.m. They must leave here between 6.30 and 7 a.m. in the morning, preferably across the two runways. And if the two runways were open at that hour, you would reduce the number of flights or the noise burden over any individual's house in St. Margaret's. 
And that would be a far more acceptable solution, never mind the fact that these air flights are now being operated by aircraft that are 50% quieter. Um, you operate the 737 uh, fleet and the modern Boeings are significantly quieter. Now, what does that mean in terms of what I hear? Suppose uh, 10 years ago, the noise level was 10. What would that noise level equivalent be today? The noise well, we have two different aircraft types here, Pat, at the moment. So we have the, the 737, the NGs. That would be five. It's 50% quieter. And the new MAX aircraft, we have eight of them based at Dublin Airport out of 40 at the moment. They're about, uh, they would reduce the noise to about three. They're 70% quieter. So okay. have, and, and Aer Lingus, to be fair, are also operating equally quieter, uh, much quieter aircraft. So when this restrict, planning restriction was devised uh, eight or ten years ago to satisfy the local residents, you know, we had much, much noisier aircraft. We're investing heavily in much quieter aircraft. But I, I have some sympathy for the residents in that the, the, because the, north, the new runway is closed between 11 a.m. and 7 a.m., all of the flights are taking off on the south runway. And now this restriction would limit even the number of flights that can take off on the south runway. It's bizarre and it requires an intervention from our transport minister, but sadly he'll go missing as usual. Now, I'll read you some of the, the comments and you may be able to respond to them. Now, you don't uh, run Airbuses, but this one. Has Michael O'Leary ever heard the dreadful noise of an A330 or any wide-bodied jet flying at 2,500 feet over his house? I have. In actual fact, they all, generally speaking, all the transatlantic flights come in over uh, Westmead, Mullingar, except they're a little bit higher than they are at Dublin Airport. Uh, but there are very few of those transatlantic flights. Most of them arrive here between 5.30 and uh, 7 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and they're significantly quieter when they're landing than when they're taking off. The takeoffs happen between 11 o'clock and lunchtime, which, you know, everybody's yeah. up and about at that point in time. You know, there is there has to be some balance here, too. You know, Dublin Airport has been here since, I think, about 1945. It predates most of the houses in St. Margaret's and in North County Dublin. So, you know... There has to be some balance here. You bought a house beside an airport. Now, the fact is you do benefit from the significant increase in valuations that those houses have enjoyed because they're in and around Dublin Airport and also because we're investing heavily in much quieter aircraft. So I have some sympathy, but it does have to be balanced by the fact that we are an island on the west of Europe and the only way on and off this island is by flying. I'll read you some more. Uh, easy for Ryanair Air to say he doesn't live near the airport and surrounding areas and have to listen to the plane noise. They are still not quiet enough. It affects the whole area of North County Dublin. St. Margaret's residents are not the only ones impacted. Residents of Southmead, The Ward, Ashburn, Ratoth also impacted. Another one, every night flights coming in, particularly from Spain, fly in to Dublin from the west. Instead of flying between towns on the path in, they often fly directly over Maynooth. At this location, they're only about a thousand feet up and are quite noisy. For the sake of a couple of seconds and a few hundred metres, could they not fly between populated towns? Not as bad, of course, as close to the airport, but still a nuisance, nuisance that might be avoided. That's from Brian in Dublin. Again, and the point you make is, you know, most of those aircraft are on a glide path at that point in time. Mm-hmm. They are up operating at their quietest on engines that are now 50% quieter than they were 10 or 15 years ago. I mean, everybody goes back to the old 747s, which were very noisy. Ryanair first started flying the 737-200s, which were much noisier. They were about 90% more. They were 10 times noisier than the aircraft we fly today. I think, you know, people derive very significant benefits from having uh, Dublin Airport, you know, living close to Dublin Airport, having the facility or the convenience of low fare flights to and from Dublin Airport. We all enjoy the benefits. 
Yeah. But, you know, you, I, if a house beside a motorway, you have significant noise. Yeah. There are some costs that have to be borne, but nobody is reducing noise more than airlines with the new aircraft and engine technology. Yeah. Um, another one suggests that Heathrow has a night restriction of just 15 flights. Dublin has 65. Um, how does that make sense? Do they, Heathrow has such a restriction? I'm not aware of the Heathrow restriction. Most of the restrictions at European airports are not based on a number of flights. It's done by noise monitoring, volume of noise over a 12-month period. I mean, it's very difficult to have it as a number of flights because there's loads of exceptions. For example, if our aircraft are delayed because we have an ATC strike or the French are on strike again, lots of flights will come in and land here after 11 o'clock at night. Is Fingal County Council now saying, sorry, they have to divert and go to Liverpool? Do they turn around and go back to Milan? They can't land here at night. So it's entirely inappropriate. We will all have events where we may need to land or take off in the middle of the night. The greatest uh, offenders of flights between the hours of midnight and 6 a.m. actually are the cargo aircraft. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to address noise between midnight and 6 a.m., get rid of cargo, move it to Weston or move it somewhere else. It's only parcels. It doesn't matter. But passenger flights, uh, the vital connectivity we have for business people going to Europe, the vital connectivity that our tourism industry needs to get people in and out of Dublin. You know, I know there's always an issue. Why don't they go to Shannon? They don't go to Shannon because the inbound passengers, which are, is about 60% of the traffic, wants to go to Dublin. And you can't force them to go um, to Shannon. Th- th- this is a technical one, I suppose. If the DAA operated departures straight ahead of the North Runway, as per planning permission, then the times can be changed. But until they operate properly and stop overflying north of the airport at such low levels, then they should be restricted. I've been a pilot operating in Dublin for 15 years. This operation is very poor. Some of Ryanair's new MAX aircraft are making the noise simply because they're so low. Uh, not true. Uh, and the real issue here, actually, for the residents of somewhere like St. Margaret's, is actually if you opened up the new north runway uh, to the same hours that the south runway operates, i.e. midnight to 6 a.m., you would reduce the number of flights in those two critical hours on the south runway that, that is causing the issue for the residents of St. Margaret's and elsewhere. Um, we live in Ashburn. Flights now are overhead our town every three minutes, low flying all day, during the night as well. Michael O'Leary is wrong to say it's a few people in St. Margaret's affected. It's Cool Key, Ashburn, Ratoth, Dunshockland, to name a few towns. We had very little air traffic before this new runway opened, and due to the DA allowing plans to not adhere to pre planning takeoff routes, this is affecting people's health and well being with constant air pollution noise now. That's from Aidan and Ashburn. Michael, that business of are they operating it correctly? I mean, what planes do is generally fairly tightly controlled by ATC. They yeah. tell them what to do, when to do it, where to go, when to take a left turn or right turn or whatever. Um, are they veering from their planning permission? No, I, I'm sorry. The planning permission, I'm not sure of. I mean, that, that's, uh, But our aircraft take off here on, I mean, and the, 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 our operations, they take off and they go as high as quickly as possible to minimise noise impact on the surrounding community. Uh, you know, the, your correspondent from Ashbourne is talking nonsense. A, they're not low flying over Ashbourne. Generally speaking, they're coming in to land at that point in time and they're operating the engines are operating at their quietest. Most of the engine noise is on takeoff. It is mostly in the environment of the airport. I mean, the noise envelope uh, of the airport is quite, uh, which is above the 90 decibel threshold, is very close to just the immediate environment of Dublin Airport itself on both runways. I mean, the, the new engine technology has transformed noise at Dublin Airport. 
you're a passenger, you've been on our new Max aircraft. Mm-hmm. Even as a passenger, you notice how much quieter they are. And if you're a resident who lives around the airport, you are a beneficiary of that investment. Mm-hmm. But you are also somebody who has chosen to live around an airport. So there has to be some balance. You, know, you cannot live on Jones's Road and determine when the GAA holds their All-Ireland Finals. The GA can't build another stand at Dublin Airport and have the planners say, now you can only fill the stadium by 60% instead of 100%. Yeah, it does. a mad kind a, of planning. A, a, and a, a restriction that applied seven, eight years ago is no longer appropriate mm. today. Do you believe that they could bring in a regime that would, if you like, measure the noise and um, determine, therefore, how much noise there's been and therefore how many flights might be allowed overnight? Because the difficulty there is if there's somebody also measuring the noise and says, hang on a second, you've had 60 flights, you've already breached the rules, the next flights cannot take off or the airlines who do or whoever's responsible pays massive fines. I mean, that would be very cumbersome. That's why, I mean, we're shocked at the Fingal notes because there's already noise monitoring at Dublin Airport. The noise monitoring is being done at Dublin Airport by the EPA. We should be using those statistics. I mean, I'm surprised the Dublin Airport Authority haven't been using those statistics to show Fingal County Council that actually the noise footprint at Dublin Airport is materially smaller than it was seven years ago when this panic permission was first introduced, restriction was first introduced. Is it your belief then, Michael, that new people who didn't expect to have the noise, but because of the new runway are experiencing noise for the first time, perhaps in houses that are relatively new, um, that it is those people rather than people who accepted noise living near an airport who are making most of the complaints? Look, I, I don't think there's a large volume of complaints. I mean, there are a number of very active residents in the local in, uh, environment. Most of them have had their houses insulated by the Dublin Airport Authority. But uh, the issue here is a national one. We cannot have, you know, if you cannot have our national airport on an island on the periphery of Europe determined and its kind of activities determined by a tiny number of residents in St. Margaret's or in the environs of Dublin Airport or by a, a local county council, it's not acceptable. We must have a national aviation policy. Sadly, we have a green minister who doesn't have an aviation policy. And this is the issue is, are we going to start cancelling flights in four weeks' time, Aer Lingus and ourselves, flights that are scheduled to depart between the hours of 6 or 7 a.m., when a ready solution exists, and that is move this noise envelope to 6 a.m. in the morning or from midnight to 6, would solve most of the problems. Mm. If you're really concerned about nighttime noise, then ban cargo planes taking off, and they take off at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. They may, that may well be the solution. But it needs a transport minister to intervene in this. And sadly, we've been lumbered for the last three years with an incompetent transport minister who's a green TD who doesn't like transport and doesn't want to get involved in it. Now uh, we're uh, going to have to see uh, the match. <laughs> On that insulting note, uh, the minister not here to defend himself. Michael O'Leary, who's chief executive of the Ryanair Group, uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.